Welcome in everybody and thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. You are listening to The Wire with Trevor Wetzel. We have a very good show to get to today, but before we begin, I would just like to acknowledge my first podcast and admit uh, that needs a little bit of work. Um, trying to get into the swing of things, trying to figure out the whole podcast thing, how it all works, trying to make things a little bit better. I'm uh, going to do everything I can from here on out to make everything better. Uh, begin with a little rundown for today's show. We have Colin Jorgensen joining us. What's up? Colin is here. He's going to just give us some comments, some things about what he's thinking about all the news going on recently. Uh, we're going to cover the NFL coach, head coaching hirings, cover some MLB news. We're going to go through the NBA MVP uh, race, I guess you could call it. We'll talk about Kyler Murray, and then we're going to introduce two new segments. We're going to call them... Let's divvy it up, and second segment is called, what would it go with, pick six? Is it pick six, six or top five? five. So today we're going to go with top five. We're just going to go with the top five for today. So to begin, today we're going to talk about topic one is our NFL coaching hirings. The Cleveland Browns started us off today by hiring Freddie Kitchens as their new head coach. Freddie was the former offensive coordinator, interim offensive coordinator. Uh, I guess they brought him in. They think Baker or his work with Baker Mayfield was pretty exceptional. Uh, kind of led them towards the wins that they were gaining at the end of the season. But was he really leading them towards the wins? From what I saw from the sources I had, they believed that he was the reason Baker was kind of going off towards the end. Maybe Baker's just a stud. And Hugh Jackson was holding him back because Hugh Jackson sucks. I think that's a good argument. I think Hugh Jackson just sucks. And I think Baker just didn't like him, and I don't think it was working out. Okay, and now yeah, Baker's why, going off. But why Freddie Kitchens then? Because he was the offense coordinator. I don't give a frick if he was offense coordinator. That's what the Cleveland Browns believe. Well, so, Cleveland Browns believe in Freddie Kitchens. They bring Freddie Kitchens in. He lets go multiple coaches, including interim head coach Greg Williams, who was a defensive coordinator, and they cut Bob Wiley, the gut guy. Now, why would you do that? Why would you ever cut that guy? Have you seen that guy's gut? Have you seen the Hut memes where his gut literally moves on Hut? How dare they? I. They're the Browns. They gotta have the gut guy. It's this Freddie Kitchens guy. I don't like him. Freddie Kitchens cuts Bob Wiley, the gut guy. Um, I guess from a Cleveland Browns standpoint, hopefully it works out. I feel like everybody at this point is kind of a Browns fan deep down. They kind of hope for the best for them. Um, hopefully, I, I'm a Baker believer, so hopefully it turns out to be the best opportunity for Baker. I guess I would agree. Next topic, the Denver Broncos hire Vic Fangio. I mentioned in my first podcast I would be all for Vic Fangio going to the Broncos. One, because obviously he's a good defensive mind. Um, the Broncos have Bradley Chubb and Von Miller as their pass rushers, so seeing what Fangio can do with them and how dominant those people could be with him would be interesting to see. And as a big Packer fan, and Fangio being the defensive coordinator of the Bears, uh, it's a good move for the Packers because it's going to hopefully make that Bears' relentless defense a little bit worse than it was this year. 
the real question you gotta ask yourself. What needs more help? The Broncos defense or the Broncos offense? You see, the Broncos need a quarterback. Case Keenum? He's not it. <laughs> they also need... They could use another receiver. I mean, they have Philip Lindsay, I guess. Philip Lindsay's a stud. Run through I, I'm a big fan of Philip Lindsay. Run through him? I mean, I guess that's all you gotta do. I just don't think Case Keenum is it. And defense wins championships, I guess. Did you see when Peyton Manning got his last ring with the Broncos? He threw for like 87 yards or something. Peyton Manning's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Peyton Manning threw for like, I think it was 123 yards or something in the Super Bowl, and they won it. Okay, so did Tom Brady get like all his playoff wins, but he's got five rings. Yeah, but the Broncos were known for the defense. So were the Peyton. Mm. Broncos were known for the defense. All right, moving on from the Broncos. Probably the most controversial hiring to me. The New York football Jets hire former Miami Dolphins head coach or offense coordinator. Offense coordinator. Adam Gase. Head coach. I think he was the head coach. He now the he's head coach. now he's the head coach of the Jets. Adam Gase. Uh, he's an office, obviously an offensive mind. Me and Colin disagree on this one. Colin was calling that the Jets would hire Adam Gase. I said if the Jets hire anyone but Mike McCarthy, they're a bunch of idiots. So now why would you think that? Because Mike McCarthy is probably the only candidate out there that I can think of with the experience that he has, the success he has. He's got a Super Bowl ring. He's went through the growing pains of a new starting quarterback with Aaron Rodgers. And they have well, Sam it's, Darnold. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Are you comparing Aaron Rodgers to Sam Darnold? No, but I'm comparing the situation of him being the new guy running the team. Okay, I don't care about him being the new guy. But that's what they need. They need a guy that's going to be able to teach Darnold to lead the team as being a young kid. But it's not like McCarthy taught Aaron Rodgers to lead the team. Uh, he, Aaron I mean, he didn't Rogers teach him how to, but he was the mentor to him. No, Brett Favre was the mentor to him. Yes, but when Favre left and Rodgers finally stepped in, someone had to teach him. McCarthy was the head coach. So you're saying the only thing, the only reason that I'm okay with McCarthy not going to the Jets is because I was so fed up with McCarthy's play calling and I did not want to have to see Sam Donald try to go through that same pain and agony that McCarthy brought in. I'm just... I don't understand. Would you say the Jets' defense is above average? I'd say it's good. That's as best okay. as I'll say. Okay. So you're saying Adam Gase is more of an offensive mind? He is an offensive mind, yes. So why wouldn't you want a more of an offensive mind did person helping your shitty offense? I'm not against that. I just think that when you have McCarthy and Adam Gase, who's better coach? What has Adam Gase done? Coach the Dolphins of losing seasons. I guess they. I think they made the playoffs last year. Yeah, with Ryan Tannehill and Devontae Parker. Yes. McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers and couldn't make the playoffs. Okay. If I'm a GM, and they say, hey. These are the two guys that applied for the position. 
And it's Mike McCarthy and Adam Gase. I'm taking Mike McCarthy right away. Yeah. Uh, that's just me, I guess. Wait, it. Okay. Okay, so going off back to that, though. People said McCarthy would be the best fit for Baker Mayfield and the Browns. So what would make that different if you just put Sam Darnold in for Baker Mayfield? Are you comparing Sam Darnold to Baker Mayfield? Yes. Why? I'd say they're similar talents-wise. They're the same age, same draft class. Almost same situation. The Browns have a little bit better of a roster. Are they really... Is Sam Darnold really the same skill level as Baker Mayfield? I believe so, yes. And I love Baker, but Darnold, like I said, has nothing around him. He's handing it off to Elijah McGuire, and besides Robbie Anderson, he ain't throwing it to anybody. Okay. Throwing it to Chris Herndon. But the real question is... Is so McCarthy had awful play calling with the Packers. Yes. So why would you want to put McCarthy with Baker Mayfield? I was that wasn't me. That's just what I'm everyone just, else was saying. I'm just saying, like everybody else is you're stupid. I don't know what the connection was, but everyone said that Baker and McCarthy were the ones that were gonna mess the best together see, and be the most productive. See, no, I wouldn't agree. But then you gotta think of this way. But then again, if you're Cleveland, you've been struggling for all these years, and you hire McCarthy, and you have a coach who knows what he's doing. I'm guessing that was part of why they wanted. They were saying McCarthy would go there. Okay. Okay. Then you got, you got to think of this though. Yeah. McCarthy hasn't been signed by anybody. Where is he going? So McCarthy wanted to go to the Jets. He said, well, "I'm going to the Jets or nowhere." So he's going nowhere. So they talked to him, and he said. I'm gonna spend time with my family. I'm gonna get locked and loaded and ready to go for the next season. And I'm gonna get, I'm gonna sign with the team next season. So he's taking a year off, spend time with his family, get ready to go. And he said he'll be locked and loaded for the next season. Yeah, locked and loaded. I, that was just, that was, I believe that was a direct quote. I don't have the quote, but I believe that was a direct quote. All right, we need to move on because I'm done talking about the Jets. J-E-T-S. So, foreshadowing some stuff we'll be talking about later, Kyler Murray has declared for the draft. Yeah. Well, going off of the coaching aspect, Cliff Kingsbury, the new coach of the Arizona Cardinals with a K, earlier, a couple of months ago, I believe, when he was still with Texas Tech, said that if he had the number one pick in the draft, he'd be taking Kyler Murray. He now has the number one pick. Does Cliff Kingsbury take Kyler Murray the number one pick? No. I don't think he does either. But it's weird that that's what he said, and now that's what happened. That would be stupid. I think it would be stupid as well, because I was a big Josh Rosen believer going into the draft. I don't think they're going to Didn't quite it. have a good year. They're not going to allow it. First of all, the Cardinals suck this year. So you can't even base the season off that. I think they're hoping Kingsbury will come in and somehow save the day in the Josh Rosen aspect. What? And stop the whole, like, 19 for 25 for 112 yards kind of games. Only Josh Rosen could put up those kind of numbers. Yeah, but he ran for, like, 
however many. No, Josh Allen did. Oh shit. Josh Allen was running around. Well. We'll get we'll get more into Kyler Murray later on. Uh, as far as the rest of the head coaching roles go, only the Bengals and Dolphins. Mike McCarthy. Bengals. McCarthy is not coaching anymore. He's going to the Bengals now. Can you imagine Mike McCarthy in a Bengals, whatever yes. you want to call it, clothing? Yes. You look terrible. Like a tiger. You look terrible. So it'll be the Bengals and Dolphins, and to be honest, I wouldn't want to coach either of those teams. You want to coach the Bengals? Yes. Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green. Boyd. They got a high-power offense. I mean, you're not wrong, but uh, not me. Whatever. All right. We're moving to our next topic. Get away from the NFL for a little while. We're going to move into the NBA MVP race. A lot of people will agree at this point it is down to Giannis and James Harden. And today was a, was their big showdown, was a big promoted game. Uh, Bucks against Rockets in Houston, I will add. Bucks win the game 116-109. Giannis had 27 points, 21 rebounds, 5 assists. He shot 8 for 16 and had just 3 turnovers. James Harden went off for 42 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Shot 13 for 30 from the field and had 9 turnovers. Did you tune into that game, Colin? No. I did. And I watched the final 10 minutes of the game more closely. Every single possession, Harden brought the ball down the court and took almost every shot almost all of them contested and that's when the Bucks pulled away well got a question for you yeah. Milwaukee Bucks right yep they had the rookie of the year last year correct two years ago I believe two years last year has been Simmons okay 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 and would you say would you say they have a pretty decent core around them oh yeah the Bucks are loaded the Bucks are loaded okay who do Rockets have CP3 when he's not hurt. What, was, what did he play in this game? Did CP3 play today? Yeah. No. Okay. Capello played. Okay. Capello's good. Okay. Um. Besides that, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker played. Yep. He's good. Right. Gerald Green. Mm. Stud. Who else is gonna score your points? All I'm saying is if you run an offense instead of give it to James Harden and have a guy in his face or two guys in his face where he chucks up a three, might work out a little bit better. Run a pick and roll. Run some type of offense and get a guy open. And It's not like these guys aren't in the NBA and can't make a shot. Lob it up to Clint Capella a couple times and put it in. He probably did. You don't have Clint Capella stat line. I don't have a stat line. You're right. I can look it up if you want. I'm going to look it up. Colin's going to look it up. He shot 30 times and missed 17 of them. He missed more shots than Giannis took. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What do you, I don't know what you want. Here's my argument. Like I said, I forewarned you that there will be bias towards my teams. Oh, there will be bias. There will be bias. It is not a Wisconsin sports podcast, but we will cover a lot of Wisconsin sports in this podcast. 
if you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> My argument for the MVP races. Who has the best record in the NBA? If we base the MVP race off record, every MVP would be different. It'd be just all different. The Bucks have the best record in the NBA. Okay. Six-game lead over the Rockets right now. Bucks are 29-11. and 11. Giannis currently averaging 27, 13, and 6. Harden's averaging 34, 6, and 9. So you could average that they, or you could argue that the stats are very similar or that they may be, Harden might have an edge. But if you look at their player efficiency rating, Giannis has a higher player efficiency. By very little, but it is higher. Also, yep. James Harden had 11 rebounds. Just saying. In today's game? Yep. My bad. Must have been a typo. <laughs> also, along with the player efficiency rating, Giannis is ranked number one in defense plus minus in the NBA. He's a front runner for the defensive player of the year along with the MVP. You know what Hart James Harden is? Looked at as a defensive player? Nah. Not a defensive player. He's not a defensive player. And you're going to call him your MVP? Yeah. I literally watched him today. He was mad. So he slapped Chris Middleton and got a foul. Have you seen his beard? I've seen his beard. Best beard in the NBA. You've seen Giannis's arms? Okay. You said something about field goal percentage, correct? Yes. I said James Harden shot, missed more shots than Giannis took. Okay. Yes. Where, where are all Giannis' shots coming from? Dunks. Where are all James Harden's shots coming from? Um, contested with Malcolm Brogdon's arm in his face. From the outside. With Malcolm Brogdon's arm in his face. And they're all face. jump shots. Yes. So what's a higher percentage shot, a dunk or a jump shot? Here's the way I look at it. Going back to today's box score, James Harden had nine turnovers, Giannis had three. Yeah, he turns the ball over a lot when he holds the ball every possession. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I was the point guard. I had eight turnovers a game. What's the difference? Hold up. I touched the let ball. Me, let me prove a little point. He missed 17 shots. On a really, really good day, they get half of those offensive rebounds. That means out of those 17 shots, he basically caused an extra eight or nine turnovers. He's almost in double digits there, or almost in the 20s for turnovers there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're, you're, equi you're equivalating a bad shot to a turnover. That leads to a, the other team getting the rebound. Is How is it not a turnover? You take, you have possession, you don't score, and you give away the ball. Basically a turnover. Okay, so let's let's look at the rocket, the rest of the Rockets' field goal shooting. I don't know who this guy is. House Jr., one for five. PJ Tucker, two for nine. Clint Capella, four for sixteen. Austin Rivers, four for eight. It was an off night. I just don't see the proper argument that can be made for Harden. The dude balls out. He balls out, yeah. He also takes twice as many shots. People give him credit because he had he averages 34 a game. He's taking twice as many shots. Giannis is dunking the whole, for all his points. Yeah. Must be Zion Williamson. Okay. Can't stop him. 
You can't stop him, and he's playing. He's stopping his people on defense. While Harden is saying, "Hey, go score, bud." Not a very good argument. Argument. Plus, Giannis has beaten the Sixers with Embiid, the other MVP candidate, Curry and Durant twice, Jokic twice, Lillard twice, once by 43 points, Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard, all of the MVP candidates he's beaten. You can't. Curry and Durant twice? You can't take wins and losses. You can't put those into effect during an MVP race. Okay, well, here's what I want to put into effect. Giannis smoked James Harden in the face with that pass. Almost knocked his ass out. Right there, he took that ball and he said, my MVP. Knocked him out. And I think that, I think that solidified the race. How many games are left? Uh, 42. Like half. Half the season, yes. You can't tell me that that wasn't awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was funny. It was hilarious. I'm just saying. The best part about it, too, is it deflected off his face, went back to Giannis, and he dished it out to three-point line for a three-pointer, and they scored off of it. It was hilarious. I mean, I, I think it was a great play. The, even the announcers were uh, joking around that Coach Bud drew that up as a play. He probably did. What really happened is Giannis was trying to be flashy. He was doing a bunch of these really quick no-look passes all night. Yeah, yeah. And then he thought he could squeeze us in, and then instead he just chucked in Harden's face. Yeah. I thought it was great. All right. <clears throat> Moving into topic three, MLB news for uh, – I think all of this was from today. Uh, the first one, the Philadelphia Phillies are setting their sights in on Manny Machado and are pursuing him heavily. A lot of people don't like Machado. A lot of people thought the Phillies were going to get Harper. Yeah, what happened to that? Well, the next note is that the Nationals are gaining momentum on re-signing Bryce Harper. What? If you're Bryce Harper, why do you go back? You don't go back. The only reason you go back is because they treated you well in the past, which I don't know if they did or did not. But you didn't really get much out of being with the Nationals. So why do you Who go else back? on the Nationals? They got some young pieces. They got Trey Turner. Juan Soto, he's like 19. Oh, yeah. Trey Turner's good. They got a couple. Scherzer and Strasburg. Can't really go wrong there. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. I mean, Okay. People said Bryce Harper had a down year. People did say that. He still teed off. He just had a lower batting average and more strikeouts. I mean, batting average is kind of important. The thing to me is if my team is playing against Bryce Harper and Bryce Harper yeah. comes up to the plate, everyone knows he can hit it out right there. He's definitely one of the most dangerous hitters in the league. Is he, though? Top 10. Okay, top 15. Top 15? Exactly. Sure. He's no slouch. He's going to get paid. But is it... He's going to want to get paid more. Oh, he's going to get paid a lot of money. And he's still young. It feels like he's been in the league for like 25 years. I think he's 26. 
So he could he could potentially get what two more big con? Well, I believe he wants like a ten year deal. Yeah, it'll be thirty. Uh, Fact checking his age quick. You want to stay with the Nationals for ten more years? Bryce Harper is twenty six years old. You don't want to stay with the Nationals ten more years. I would not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to sign a ten year contract with anyone. Because what if they suck for ten years? You're if you're in your fourth year and they suck and they've got nothing going for them, you can't get traded. You got six years on your contract and all that money. But the, then you got mm, okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the other big um, event that happened in the or the baseball world today: the Milwaukee Brewers signed Yasmani Grandal. To a one-year, eighteen and a half million dollar contract. Mm. You say that's worth? I thought it was worthwhile before they announced the salary. He is now the highest-paid brewer, making half a million more dollars than Ryan Braun. So now, the most money, the most, the highest-paid players are two guys that could very well be platooning all season. Yeah. Or playing around half the games. A little more than half the games are going to yeah. our highest paid players. I'm going to call that a bold strat. I would say it's a bold I mean, who did they sign in for agency last year? Julius Chassin, Wade Miley. How'd that work out? Pretty damn well. Well, Christian Yelich, Lorenzo Cain. I mean, we yeah. traded for Yelich, but we got Cain. Maybe this will work out well. Oh, he's a great signing. I think they ranked him as the number three catcher in the major leagues. But you ain't going to sign anybody else now. Uh, we'll sign somebody. Well, We're so not going to get Baumgartner. Baumgartner trade is out the window now. We don't got the money for Mad Bum. You're going to get rid of somebody else. Get rid of Braun. I don't think we'll get rid of Braun. You should. Is that the point where we could and should? Yes. I don't see it happening. There you go. That's all I gotta say about That's it. That's all I gotta say about it too. I was excited at first because he's big, and then we don't. I I love Eric Kratz, but he's not gonna play the way he did in the playoffs all the time. We'll see how it goes. Long time until baseball season. All right, now the next big topic: Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray today declares for the NFL draft. If you weren't aware, I did a little research. Kyle Murray was the number nine overall pick in last year's MLB draft. Last year's. Last year's MLB draft. Okay. A little uh, comparison. Keston Hira from the Milwaukee Brewers, who's their number one prospect, supposed to be in the MLB this year. Second baseman, his bombs. Talked about him last podcast. Was taken number nine as well in the 2018 draft. And in 2015, if you know Andrew Benintendi from the Red Sox, outfielder, he was taking number seven, so right around the same area. So that's the kind of talent they're looking at for Kyler Murray. Now today, after winning the Heisman, he declares he's going to the NFL draft. Thoughts? Uh, I mean... Put yourself in his shoes. Yep. Okay. Actually, no. I'm gonna put myself in his okay. shoes. Okay. Let's hear it. 
so like, okay, we're gonna go to NFL draft, probably gonna get drafted first round. Right, you say? I have sources from Twitter. Pro Football Talk tweeted today. They got a text from a current NFL GM saying Kyler Murray will be a first round draft pick. Okay. Okay, first round draft pick. Correct. So you're gonna you're gonna go play in the NFL. Probably with I mean, will he start right away? Maybe? Depends who he goes to. Depends who he goes to. Say he goes to somebody who starts right away. I could see him. I could see him in a Lamar Jackson role, yeah. where he starts on the bench and they bring him in because the guy sucks. Goes to the Jags. Okay. Goes to the Jags. He's starting. Okay. Goes to the Jags. Bortles is a backup at this point. Starts for let's say he does you know average maybe above average plays. What? A few years with the Jags. Maybe he goes somewhere else. Whatever. Gets destroyed by. 300-pound defensive lineman. That, that's fun. Right. Um, so, I mean, the upside would be you, you get to play right away. Go to the MLB. Got to go to the farm system. Get the whole farm system to worry about. But, side note, from what I've been told, Oakland A's single-A team? Yeah. Beloit Snappers. Okay. Drivable distance from here, so if he goes to the MLB, I'm going to watch him play single A ball. Just a side note. Continue. You're going to go to the MLB, go to the farm system. That's going to take, I mean, if he's the number nine overall pick, it's probably not going to take him that long in the farm system. Two years? Three? So he has to go two years not playing, well, I mean, he's playing professionally, but not playing professionally. Right. And I mean... It also boils down to what does he want to do more. Like he obviously declared for the draft, NFL draft, but he already declared for the MLB draft. So, like, I feel like he's also conflicted. I think he's in the Russell Wilson kind of spot where he gets drafted in both and he kind of wants to do both, but he's got to make a decision. My opinion is that he should just go to the MLB. He's taken ninth overall in the entire MLB draft. There's like 107 rounds in that thing. Yeah. yeah. He's taken number nine. Yeah. Did a little research. The average MLB career is 5.6 years compared to the NFL's 3.3. Are you sure about that? Yep. MLB. It was done by Statistica.com. Also, when you're in the MLB... You don't take hits, like you said, from 300-pound linemen when you're a quarterback in the NFL. So, <clears throat> those hits will get to you and more than likely make your career shorter. Also, the average MLB salary is $4 million and the average NFL salary is $2 million. Maybe it's How, not all about money. Very well could not be all about money. I will throw in that quarterbacks make a lot of money, and he's a quarterback. So it, it, it does it does kind of counteract or contradict that argument. Um, another thing is he is very, I would say, not a running quarterback, but a very mobile quarterback. And most of the more successful quarterbacks right now, I would say, are not that style of a quarterback. Would you agree? 
Would you say most of the successful quarterbacks in the NFL right now are not the play style that Kyle, Kyler Murray is? Mm-hmm. I mean, Russ is mobile. Maybe I would say Russ is the exception. Baker's mobile. Mm, not like Kyler Murray is. Lamar Jackson's mobile. He is, and he was fairly Good. successful. But he can't throw the ball. You're saying Kyler Murray can't throw the ball? I think yes. he can, but he also hasn't played against NFL defenses, so it'll be interesting to see. You think about the more mobile quarterbacks right now, you think Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's all right. He's all right. He's mobile. Do you see Deshaun Watson winning a Super Bowl? In the next, like, five years, he... Maybe. Maybe. I feel like there's guys you can see winning Super Bowl, and there's guys where you just don't think it'll kind of happen. And unless Watson makes a little bit of a turn, I don't really see it happening. A little bit of a turn. For the better. I see if he goes and... The Texans... He missed a lot of throws in that playoff game, which it could have just been one bad game, but missed a lot of throws. Colts are good, though. Oh, they are good, but Watson missed a lot of throws. Well. Regardless, Kyler Murray's going to the NFL draft. I think he'll be a first-round pick because every single year, teams trade up or go crazy over these quarterbacks in the first round. They don't want to miss out on them. Will Greer, probably going in the first round, probably a third-round talent, probably end up going in the first round to some team. Even though I do feel like quarterbacks aren't in that much of demand this year. Not like last year or the year before. Because last year was a huge class for quarterbacks. Yeah, but they were also in higher demand. I don't think there's nearly as many teams this year who say, we need a quarterback right now. Jags. There should be. The Jaguars do. The Dolphins said they want to move on from Tannehill. The Giants, personally, I think they need to get a quarterback, even though they're committed to Eli Manning. That's it. It's just not as big of a demand. Oh, sh- what's up? And then I still think the only quarterback I see that would get taken over him is Dwayne Haskins. So I put him in the second spot for quarterback in this year's draft. Because Herbert's going back to Oregon. It's a good spot to be in, I'd say, for him. Could be why he decided to declare, I guess. You heard it here first. Brady's going to retire. Belichick's going to retire. Patriots are getting Trevor Lawrence. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it right here first. All good? I'm I'm good. All right. That means it's time to divvy it up. So, we're going to start a segment going through the divisions of the NFL teams, talking about what they could use, how they can rebuild, if they need to rebuild, what they need to target to improve their team. We're going to start with the AFC East today. We'll begin with the Bills. If you ask me, the Bills got two good things going. They got a good defense. I would say an above-average defense. And they have Josh Allen. And some people might not believe in Josh Allen, but he pulls it out and wins games. Uh-huh. And he make, make plays with his – he has a cannon. He can throw the ball like 75 yards in the air. And he can run. You just – need some people around him. He's got no brothers. No 
no brothers. No brothers. He's like Paul Crew in Longest Yard. Need some playmakers. He, I mean, he's handing off to washed up old LaShawn McCoy. He's always hurt. And Chris Ivory's the backup. You want to hand off to Chris Ivory? I'll pass. He's a tank. His tight end, Charles Clay, also always hurt. And it's Charles Clay. Not very good. You got Zay Jones. He's got Zay Jones. You had Kelsey Benjamin. That's a guy. Top five wide receiver. I don't think I could name you the next guy. Um, it's like Robert Foster or something like that. Some name, I don't know. Ruben Foster? No, it's no, not Ruben not Foster. Ruben. I think it's Robert Foster. Something like that. Okay. Regardless, I can't He's name him, him, which means they need a guy. <laughs> yeah. I would say I don't see them going too far out of the way to get a running back right now with having LaShawn McCoy. I don't see him taking a super high draft pick, and I don't see him going after a big free agent. What? You don't think they could potentially get Le'Veon back? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. Le'Veon wants to go there. I don't think they want to either. I could see a wide receiver, mm, unless they go O-line maybe to protect Josh Allen, I could maybe see a wide receiver in the first round. No way. Second round? Maybe. I feel like that's how the wide receiver class is going to go this year. A lot of second rounders? I feel like there's a lot of teams that need wide receiver, but they don't need them bad enough to take them in the first. Yeah. And there's none that are like, wow, we need to get this kid. So I think there's going to be a lot of second-round wide receivers. I think if I was the Bills, I'd take offensive line. I think I'd go offensive line as well. Like that one Williams kid. Jonah from Alabama. That's who, I, that's who I'd take if I was the Yeah, he's good. Um, and tight end. I don't think a tight end should go in the first round. I don't know if they will. No. But, I mean, Noah Fant is good, and Irv Smith from Alabama is also good. So we'll see where they end up. Go on to the Patriots. If you ask me, the only thing they need right now is wide receiver. Yep. With Josh Gordon, who knows if he's coming back? Who knows what he's going to do? Otherwise, they got Edelman, Hogan, and Cordero Patterson, which I mean to make it work. But yeah, Edelman's, yeah. But going to the future, yeah. a couple years down the road from now, you're going to need a wide receiver. But I feel like they always sign the wide receivers they do but you also got to look at it what kind of routes do these receivers run quick slants short outs the running routes for a system quarterback yeah oh yeah mm -hmm. definitely check downs real short routes wide receivers make the plays when your quarterback's old that's a dig on Tom Brady by the way when your quarterback's old Got to run shorter routes. For 20 years? Yeah. Weird. Okay. What? <laughs> Nothing. Have you seen Eli Manning throw a ball down the field? Oh, yeah. David Tyree, the Super Bowl? When he beat Tom Brady? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How old is he then? Younger. Have you seen him throw a ball down the field now? Oh, yeah. Del Beckham yells that he got... got pissed because he couldn't throw the ball on the field. Yeah, I tried telling you. He needs to go. You just tried telling me. Nah, he's good. He can stay. He can stay until Herbert comes. Haskins? Hear me out. Haskins, Saquon, Odell, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. You're set. For nine years? 
That's a good core. Whatever. Patriots are getting Trevor Lawrence. So the only thing I see the Patriots needing right now is a wide receiver, but obviously if you watch Gronk, he looks like the Iron Giant. Like he does, he doesn't move like a human. He looks like a wounded human. He can't run. Well. He can't get out of a stance. He can't run. He needs to retire soon. He's gonna retire soon. I see it coming. And Tom Brady, as much as a lot of people won't want to admit it, he's on a downhill trend. Not a very good year. Oh yeah. Well, down year, very down year. Down year for, f- okay, not maybe not a down year. He's forty-one. Oh, I'm aware. Hold up. All I'm saying is that he's going to be gone and that they need to plan for it. You're not wrong. Correct. Never wrong. Like, like, who, like who's the backup quarterback for the Patriots? I don't know who it is because they keep trading him away. Hoyer, I think. I think it is Brian Hoyer. Brian Football, as I like to call him. Why can't you just put him, plug him in? He is Brian Football. The guy balls out. He's, all, he's, like, oh, he's old, too. He's old now, though. Yes. So yeah, they needed to- Collins' prediction is that when Belichick and Brady retire, Josh McDaniels steps up, and they draft Trevor Lawrence, and they restart the dynasty. They got it. That's Collins. That's Collins' prediction. I could very well see it happening, and then Robert Kraft leaves it as that, and leaves him in good hands. I mean, what was I? Oh, Josh McDaniels. Yeah. You can't tell me he's not staying there for a reason. He wasn't staying there if he was gotten the offer by the Packers. What? He interviewed with the Packers, and as soon as they said no, he's like, well, here I am. I guess I'm staying here. He interviewed with more teams than just the Packers. No. It was the Packers. He had interviews set up, and he declined them. And went to the Packers when interviewed him, and then he didn't get the offer, and he was like, "All right, I guess I'm just gonna chill. I'm good here, fam." Because he wants a good quarterback. Oh yeah. Fair enough to him. So when he gets Trevor Lawrence, he's gonna be the head coach. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna leave the Patriots at that because I could talk okay. about them all day. Next team is the New York Football Jets. They could use some help too. We kind of talked, went over this a little bit. They need a pass rush because they don't got nobody. I think that guy's name is Avery Williamson. He's from the commercial, big hair astronaut commercial. Okay. He's good, but they got no one else. The defense is good. I like their defense. Tremaine Johnson, Jamal Adams, the middle linebacker. I can never remember his name, but he's really good. They need a pass rush though. Otherwise, on offense, their tight end's Chris Herndon. Besides Robbie Anderson. Chris Herndon the fourth. Chris Herndon the fourth. Don't forget the fourth. Besides Robbie Anderson, who I think Quincy is good. What? Quincy. Quincy Inunua. Jermaine Curse. I think they got Terrell Pryor. They had him. They need a guy. They need another guy. They need a... Darnold needs another guy. He could make it work. He could make it work. 
But if they want to be actually successful, they're going to need another guy. Because Quincy Inunua isn't going to be your guy. He balled out, though, in the beginning of the year. And then he got hurt. Are you... I'll fact check it. I don't need a fact check, but I'm... Yeah, you do. All I'm saying... You need stats. Is he's going to need a little bit more than Robbie Anderson, Chris Herndon, and Quincy Inunua to throw to. To be overly successful. More than successful. I... He's also handing the ball off to Elijah McGuire, Bilal Powell, and Isaiah Crowell. Okay, well, maybe you're they need a guy. And if that guy's Le'Veon Bell, watch out. We could do a whole segment on Le'Veon Bell. Destinations. Not today. We could do that future. That could definitely be a segment. Okay. I'll have to write that down. Moving on from the Jets, last team is the Dolphins. If you ask me, they need a whole lot of everything. I mean, they got Xavier Howard. He's a D back. He's good. I think he's still in the Dolphins. And Larry Maytonsil is a good offensive tackle. That's about all I would say I would be wanting to keep. Free Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake does seem like a decent back, but I don't ever see Kenyon Drake being a premier back. Really? Yes. I don't see him being anything more than Marlon Mack was this year. At the end of the year. Marlon Mack was a god. Yeah, not a god. Christian McCaffrey was a god. Marlon Mack was a top five running back at the end of the year. Are you kidding me? Do you see the numbers he put up? Fantasy running back. No. You see we did in the playoff game against the Texans? Yes. He went for like 100 yards and a tutter, I think. I think so. In the playoffs. Playoffs? You're going to rank Marlon Mack in your top 10 as a running back right now? Top 10. Top 10 easily. Are you kidding? Really? Not fantasy. Oh, I know. As a running back. Okay. Gurley. Zeke. Barkley. Saquon. Zeke. McCaffrey, Camara. McCaffrey, Camara. Aaron Jones is better than Marlon Mack. Sure. Is Joe Mixon better than Marlon Joe Mack? Joe Mixon is better than Marlon Mack. Okay. Dalvin Cook is better than Marlon Mack. Is he, though? I believe so. Is he, though? When he gets the ball and he's he not hurt all season, Dalvin Cook is better than Marlon Mack. Hey, being injury prone is part of being a running back. I'm aware, but How many times when he's healthy... Marlon Mack was hurt. I was gonna say that. Um, Marlon Mack's number ten. I guess you could argue he sneaks in the top ten. Exactly. My point is, Kenyon Drake will never be a top ten running back. Top fifteen. Maybe. Also. At no point would I ever want. My starting running back that we have to depend on to give the ball to to be Kenyon Drake. That's that's my argument against Kenyon Drake. Also, we were listing all those running backs. We didn't list David Johnson. I, I apologize, David Johnson. Just throwing that out there. Sony Michelle, even James White. I apologize. Otherwise, yeah, they're going to want to target basically the best available in the draft. 
and anyone they can get out of free agency. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So that includes let's divvy it up. Um, the next topic is supposed to be top five. Um, I'm just gonna look to rank, do some rankings, my own personal rankings of any kind of topic uh, once per podcast. I don't really have anything put together, but since we kind of already talked about it, I'm going to go with the top five quarterbacks in this year's draft class. Um, I think it's pretty simple. I'll go number five. I'll go Daniel Jones out of Duke. Number four, I will go Drew Locke out of Missouri. Number three, I'll go Will Greer out of West Virginia. I will now go number two is Kyler Murray out of Oklahoma. And number one, I think by far, is Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State. You're putting... Greer before Locke. I would. I believe Will Greer will be better than Drew Locke in the NFL. I personally, if they weren't the best of their class, I. I mean, I don't see. I don't think Drew Locke should even be mentioned in the first round. I'm sure he's a fourth round talent. That's just the way I see it. So those are my top five rankings, quarterback draft class this year. Haskins, Murray, Greer, Locke, Jones. So that will conclude the, this podcast. Um, not sure when the next one will be, probably Monday or Tuesday after the playoffs. Uh, divisional round of the NFL playoffs of this week. Um, we'll look to update those, go over those games. Um, give a little insight on what I was feeling about those. Um, please let me know again uh, what you liked about the show. Is there anything that you want me to discuss? If, if you would want to join the show and talk to me about some things. Anything else I can improve. Um, yeah, so th- once again, just thanks for listening. And you've been listening to The Wire with Trevor Wetzel.